0: So good to have you in the house of God. Hello, everybody. As everybody makes their way in from the mall, come on into the sanctuary. We are so excited about some of the things taking place. First, we wanted to let you know that um, today they were putting together all of the angel tree gifts, and this sanctuary, these two sides. We're filled all the way back with a Christmas presents. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. I want to remind you that we have a Christmas Eve service coming up, and that's going to be on the 24th at 6 p.m., and I hope you're going to be able to be here for that. I also want to remind you that two weeks from today, on the 29th, we're going to be having a memorial service, a candlelight memorial service, and what that's for Is for anyone that's lost a loved one, whether it be this year or just even in the past, whatever. I'm asking you to bring a picture of them, like an 8x10 or 5x7. We're going to put them throughout the altar and throughout the platform. And we're going to honor them and their memory. And ask God to continue to bring healing to the brokenness in our hearts. I want to remind you that this Friday is food distribution. So we need helpers. If you could get here at 10, that would really be wonderful because we get about 15,000 pounds of food that we have to process and then give it out. So I really hope that you could be able to be here for that. Then Saturday is our men's breakfast. We have an amazing time, and it's going to be a really wonderful time. We have a lot of fun, and we start getting here about 7 in the morning, and uh, we start cooking. And then we're going to be giving out our Christmas food baskets. And if you need one, please make sure after service that you sign up at the table going into the youth chapel and youth area. There's a check-in table there. Let us know that you need one. If you want to sponsor one, we'd love for you to do that. They're $42 to sponsor one. If you uh, checked out an angel tree, we really need your gifts because this Saturday is the distribution, and we really need that. So we're going to have a live nativity. Under his construction, is doing a live nativity. It's going to be out at the secret sanctuary. It's out on 2nd Street Southwest. It's literally where 2nd Street ends south at dead ends in their property. But if you want to shuttle over there, you could park your car here, and starting at 3 in the afternoon, they're going to be shuttling people out there every hour on the hour. And there's a bus, a yellow bus, that'll be taking people out there, bringing them back. So if you want to do that to save you and uh, just help you out, that would be great. I also want to let you know, mark your calendar, because Frontline Resurrection Ministries, that's a transitional housing for women, they're going to be doing their first annual fundraiser, and they're going to be having it. On the 31st of December, it's going to be bringing in the new year. Uh, It's going to be a concert. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. They're hoping that you guys could come out and be a part of that. So we are trusting that you're going to be able to take part in all the activities that are taking place and that are taking place here at New Beginnings because of you and your faithfulness. So we want to just welcome you tonight. Would you please stand with me as we go to the Lord in prayer and thank God for what he's doing. Lord, what a tremendous joy to call on the name of the Lord. Father God, you say you give us a new song, that you put a new song in our hearts. Father, we lift up the name of Jesus and we celebrate what you are doing and ask your blessing, Father God, over this service tonight. For those of us here and those watching online, I pray that all of us experience the goodness of God. Father, we pray blessing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and all of God's people said amen. Amen. Hey, right before we get started, would you turn to your neighbor and just greet each other and just say, man, it's good to have you in the house of God tonight. It's good to have you in the house of God tonight.
1: Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. Heaven and nature sing. see, and heaven, and nature see, and heaven, and heaven, and nature see, give them glory tonight, yeah, All well,
2: let's just give him praise today church, I count on one thing The same God that never fails He won't fail me now He won't fail me now In the waiting The same God is ever late He's working all things out You're working all things out
3: and Yes, I will you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name.
2: Fails, who will not fail me now. You won't fail me now in the waiting. The same God is never late, He's working all things out. He's working all things out. Yes, I will. and sometimes I need a praise.
4: Let's just sing that together, church. Lord yes, I come on, sing it. Available to me in your congregation, church. There's people out here that need us. And we need each other, church. So if you need some prayer, I want to invite you forward, church. Come up and pray, church. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we come before you, Jesus. We come before your throne, Heavenly Father. Lord, mend our broken hearts, Lord, bring our brokenness, Lord. We come before you, Jesus. We ask for strength, Jesus.
1: Sovereign in the mountain, eh? sovereign on the ocean floor. With me in the calm, with me in the storm. Sovereign in my greatest joy Sovereign in my deepest cry With me in the dark With me at the dawn In your everlasting arms All the pieces of my life From beginning to the end I can trust you You'll never fail in love You work everything for good God, whatever comes my way I will trust you Sovereign in the mountain air Sovereign on the ocean floor And me in the calm with me in the storm, sovereign in my greatest joy, sovereign in my deepest cry. With me in the dark, with me at the you In your everlasting arms, all the pieces of my life, from beginning to the end. I can trust you And you'll never fail in love You work everything for good God, whatever comes my way I will trust you All my hopes, all I need Help trust in him tonight. Sing this with me. All my hopes, all I need, held in your hands, all my life, all of me. I can
0: Amen, Lord. We love you. We love you and we trust you. I don't know if you've ever flown or gotten into a bus, but when you get onto an airplane, I've never seen anyone or heard of anyone asking to see the pilot's credentials. When someone gets into a bus, I've never seen someone ask for the driver's credentials when you come and sit in the chair i've never seen anyone inspect the chair you're just trusting that the maker of that chair is going to hold you up yet when it comes to trusting god we go through all these gyrations saying well i'm not sure maybe so i don't know who is he i can't see him and i'm telling you we put our trust and things That are made by man, and we trust them more than the Lord that has created the heavens and the earth. So tonight, I'm inviting you to trust God for your need. To trust God for your need. I lost three friends to COVID, two of them last night, one early this morning. And I just pray that God comfort those families that He comforts me and all of us. Whatever you might be going through, our God can take care of that need. Amen? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now to this God that we love so much, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Father, You have died for us. You have given up Your Son for us. You have sent Your Holy Spirit to us. God, there's nothing You have held back from us So God, I pray that tonight we would not hold anything back from you. Whether we're in this room or watching online, I pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit over every person here or online right now. Touch them, minister to them, comfort them, heal them, restore them. Speak life, Lord God, where there's death. Speak hope where there's despair. Speak promise where there's been brokenness. Father God, I just pray for the faithfulness of God to be poured out over us and upon us. Father God, I pray for the family of Gilly Vaisa, Lord, who's, he's in glory. But God, Joy Lynn and Gary and Beverly and Steve and Marlene and all the grandchildren and great-grandchildren are broken. Minister to them tonight, Lord. Father, for Pastor James Martinez be with Betty and All of their children and grandchildren, comfort them as they all mourn his death. And also for the congregation at Calvary Chapel in El Paso, Texas. Father God, we pray for the family of Diana and Jody and comfort them and minister to them. Help them, her young children. Lord God, we're praying for Pastor Fred Garcia, who's fighting for his life right now in El Paso from COVID. Lord, there's many other people fighting for their life, for other diseases and sicknesses. I pray for young Trinity Serponant to heal her body and touch her. Father God, I pray for people that are going through financial hardship. I pray for people that are going through relational problems. I pray for people that are looking for employment. I pray for people that are fighting anxiety attacks, and Father, they're just dealing with lord stress and anxiety i pray for dorothy Gabaldon fighting for her life and her daughter just died and her husband now has covid i pray healing over that family father i just pray the outpouring of your holy spirit upon us right now no matter what anyone's going through if they're fighting some kind of addiction or they're fighting some kind of hardship Lord, they're just wondering, Lord, where you are. Let them bump into you every place they turn. They got no matter where they go, there you are. And no matter where they walk to, there you are waiting. Father God, reveal yourself tonight through your word, through your spoken word, through song, through testimony. I thank you for all you're doing. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord and God's people said, amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Sing it out, sing it out again. Thank you, Lord, for your everlasting love. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Sing it out.
1: Show my hopes all I need Held in your hands All my life, all of me Held in your hands All my fears, all my dreams Held in your hands sing that with me. All my hopes, all my hopes, all I need help
0: Lord, for what you're doing in our life, thank you for how you're ministering to our heart. Father, now bless this offering to the glory of your name. I pray in Christ's name, amen. You may be seated as we have our tithing boxes at every doorway. For those of you at home or here, you could text to give, or you could give at our app, you could give online. We want to thank you for your faithfulness. I just want to remind you that this Friday we're going to do food distribution because of your faithfulness. We're going to do food distribution here and at God's Warehouse. So you could go either way, but we need volunteers here. I hope you'll help us out. also want to remind you the live nativity again is this weekend. And I hope that you, if you need a shuttle right out there, remember at 3 o'clock they're going to start shuttling people from our parking lot out to the event and every hour they'll be picking up people and dropping them off. So if you need a ride you could just leave your car here and go out there and it'll be a great time. Just want to say that uh, it is good to be in the house of God and um, Rob I'd love to have you come up here and tell us a a quick report of what God did through you as you were on your tour. Would you come up real quick like this is Rob Vanderslice and uh, he has been on a I think,
5: it was at six cities? Yeah, six cities, except for, yeah, that's the, so I, I just got back from Denver from doing a, doing a job up there. It actually wasn't the tour this time, okay. uh, but doing a job. But, uh, you know, God is good. I went up there, so the car I'm working on uh, is for a bandito, uh, and the shop I'm working out of uh, up there was Hell's Angels. So God, God uses me up there to minister, especially all the workers at the shop up there. You know, the owner of the car and the owner of the shop aren't too receptive on Jesus. You know, I asked the owner, if you were to die today, where would you go? And he said, oh, Rob, most definitely hell. And, uh, you know, it's very sad to hear things like that. People are just so deceived. But a lot of the workers, last Sunday, I invited one of the workers three weeks ago when I was there. Uh, it was a blessing. He came to church. I go to a church up there in Denver when I'm up there. And I invited him Sunday, and he gave his life to the Lord. So it was a blessing. And, of course... And, of course, his, uh, his cousin goes to that church. He's been inviting him for three years. And she goes, that's just crazy. You invite him, and he comes to church and gives his life to the Lord. So just a quick deal on that. You know what? We might be the one. Somebody might plant a seed. Uh, you know, years back, I uh, used to have people before I got clean that would invite me to church. I would actually go, but it just wasn't my time. But they poured into me. So don't ever take for granted those times that people pour into you. And somebody else comes along 10 years later and, and you accept that invitation to come to church and you, and you know, that'll be the time you surrender your life. But keep continuing to invite people to church. They want to be invited. They just, you know, they, they nobody invites them. So like I say, it's a blessing. And then even today, uh, it was a blessing. Uh, two of the police officers, uh, uh, retired today. So, you know, I painted the lowrider police car so we got a chance to, Uh, he's the commander at the substation where the police car originated. It was one of their, it was one of his ideas. And, uh, it was his last, it's gonna be his last day Friday. So we did a cruise today. They blocked off Central. I mean, motorcycle cops blocking off low rider police car going on Central, three wheeling it down Central today. It was just awesome. And then, of course, this is a testimony. Pastor Richard invited me to go have lunch with the chief. So, me and the chief of police are in contact on a constant basis, so I, I'm having another meeting with him. We're trying to keep this lowrider police car project alive, so please pray about that. You know, a quick thing about that, uh, you know, my daughter works at a community center. She has those officers come every Thursday, and a lot of these kids were so afraid when they seen these police officers come through the door. They even asked ask the police officers, are you the ones who arrested my mom and dad and took them to jail? And now they can't wait for these officers to come every Thursday, and this 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 lowrider police car is a tool, and it's bridging the gap between uh, people. Growing up, I taught my kids to hate the police because I was not living right, using meth, and all these crazy things. I'm 11 years clean, and uh, and God is good. So today, like one of the a couple of the guys said, imagine this: we have police officers following us. I was in my lowrider, and I have a bunch of police officers. We're following them versus them following us. So thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Now,
0: when you're saying you were up working on a car, not everyone knows what you do. Share share with them how God uses that. Got you.
5: So I paint lowriders for a living. I've been featured in Lowrider Magazine over 30-something times. Centerfold, three-time world champion twice. We're talking this is a Super Bowl of lowrider events worldwide. Twice New Mexico, we've got the title, and and I've painted the cars that have done that. Not to get a, a big head or anything, but like I say, 11 years clean. And and I go up there, and I, I I you know I've been up there five weeks in Denver, taping on this car. Like I say, in the Devil's Den, the house I'm staying at is a Bandito hideout. It's their hideout. And like last week, even I usually go to Bible study on Tuesday, and there's Bible study at my house, so I had a pastor filling in from Española. I wanted to listen in, so I went home instead of going to church. And uh, I go back to the house, and there's 30 banditos out there. And they all yell, Vanderslice is here. Vanderslice is here. So you see people scrambling. I walk in. Everybody's giving me dirty looks. Four minutes later, the house is cleared. It's just crazy. You know, God, God is good. So he, he puts us in some crazy places. And I'm not trying to tell anybody if you're fresh getting clean to, to be going and ministering to somebody. You got to be in the right place to be going and ministering to people. Let me tell you, my first three years, I had no business going anywhere to talk to anybody. In 11 years clean, you know, I got those spiritual muscles and we still got to put on our armor of God. I mean, that enemy is out to kill, still, and destroy. So God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know what? God uses the foolish things
0: of the world to confound the wise. And here he's the next meth addict and God's raised him up as a minister of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Only God does stuff like that. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hey, well, guys, I've been doing a sermon series called For the Joy of It, and we're looking at the life of Paul, and Paul is speaking to us from uh, from the book of Philippians. And in Philippians, he's really getting real, just real, real, real about life. And he's talking to us from prison, and he's writing the letter to Philippi, the city, the church there in this city called Philippi. And he's writing from jail, and he's trying to encourage the church because they're bummed out that he's not there. They're bummed out that he's in jail. They're bummed out that he's in prison. And he's in there not because he did a crime, but because he was sharing Jesus Christ And they weren't happy about that. And all of a sudden, God is using Paul to speak real positive things. And I want to talk about positive, not positive thinking, not positive motivational talk. I want to talk about real positive word that speaks hope and life. And it speaks truth into our brokenness, into our emptiness, into the situations that we're facing. And we just sang that song, no matter what comes our way, Lord, I'm going to trust you. And do we really mean that? Do we really mean that I'm going to trust you no matter what? And he's talking here in a real positive way from a prison cell. He might be put to death. He's having to go through all these thoughts, yet he's keeping his eye on God and keeping his focus on God, and he's actually positively positive. And that's what I want to call it positively positive, that you are really positive but with the Word of God, that the Word of God is strengthening you, it's fortifying you, it's lifting you up, it's empowering you, it's speaking into your life where you are now seeing things and you're seeing a glass half full instead of half empty. You're seeing the positive side of things. So in Philippians chapter 4, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be in chapter 4, verse 4 through 9. And it says, Always be full of joy, in the Lord, I say it again: Rejoice. Another version says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I say, Rejoice. He said, that everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon, so don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, and thank Him for all He has done. Then." You will experience God's peace, which exceeds everything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. So you really ought to listen up, man. He's coming down to the close now. He's saying one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think, he goes, he goes, that are admirable, and then he goes on to say, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. He says, keep putting into practice all you have learned from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So God, we really want you to be with us and we want to really be able to get it. So we want to learn how to shift our destructive negative thoughts into positive thoughts from the Word of God and from the Spirit of God so that we're not all hyped up but we're all fed with God's Word to lift us up, to empower us and hold us even in the middle of a storm, even in the middle of a valley. That God, you just strengthen us, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Look, There's positive attitudes, and then there's attitudes of the not so positive. For instance, someone says, I believe that behind every cloud is a bolt of lightning. Instead of a silver lining, a bolt of lightning. I believe that it's darkest just before the real bad stuff happens. No. It's right before the break of day and the break of the sun coming out into your life. I believe that life is like a bowl of chocolate, a box of chocolates, and I hate chocolates. (laughs) Haven't you met people like that? You're like, God, why are you so negative all the time? I believe that when it rains, it pours, and when it doesn't, I get sunburned. (laughs) Haven't you met people that are never happy? They're just always complaining. I believe that Murphy, of Murphy's Law, was an optimist. It's like, oh my God, how negative is this person? But all of us have probably met someone that is always negative. They never have anything good to say. You go, hey, how do you like this? Well, did you see that? Did you see? It's like, God, they point out all the negative. They can never celebrate with you. They can never cheer with you because they're jealous. Sometimes they're envious. Sometimes they're just constantly critical and putting people down. Instead of celebrating, they're putting people down. So how then do we develop a positive attitude, a positive outlook, a Paul's outlook, the apostle Paul's outlook on life? How do we do that? Well, number one, we start with prayer. And we need to pray positive prayers of hope. Positive prayers of hope. Believing that God is going to answer. Believing that God is going to meet our every need. Believing that everything is going to come through and there's going to be breakthrough and he's going to answer and he's going to be there and he's going to see you through. Praying like you really mean it. Because there's a lot of people that pray but they're going like, oh, yeah, I'm just supposed to pray because I'm supposed to pray but I don't even, believe, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time praying. Like if anything's really going to happen oh man, it's not going to happen with that kind of attitude. A dear friend of mine is an evangelist and he was preaching at a church and, and uh, this mother went up and said, please pray for my children. I have, they're twins and they're 13 or 14 and one was a boy and one was a girl and their brother and sister are twins and the girl had hair all the way down to her waist, beautiful long hair. And the boy is just a guy, you know, Just it doesn't matter. <laughs> and they go, tomorrow they're going to test them because there's a lice outbreak in their school. And if they have lice, they're going to have to shave all the hair off their head. And so when they saw the boy, they went, oh. But when they saw the girls long hair, everyone went, oh. And so they prayed. And they prayed for both of them. The next day, the girl shows up to church. With her long, beautiful hair. And the son shows up with a bald head. He still had lice. She didn't have any. Why did God answer one prayer and not the other? I really believe it's because when they prayed for the boy, they're like, oh God, be with him. But who really cares? He's a boy. If they shave his head, big deal. Are you with me? Sometimes we pray, not even believing. What's going to happen is going to happen. We don't pray with hope. We don't pray believing. We need to start praying positive prayers of hope, believing that our God can, our God will, and our God is going to do it again. He's done it in the past, and he can do it again. I mean, we need to pray honest prayers, honest prayers that cry of anguish. To really be honest with God, to pray our brokenness, to pray, our emptiness, to pray and to say, God, I am crushed, I'm broken, I'm hurting, I'm God, I'm just, Lord, please, please, God, to share your heart. And even if you don't believe, say God, I, I help my unbelief, because I don't even know if I believe right now. There's so much brokenness, God. I, I just know that, God, I'm praying to you because you are the impossible changer. You could do the impossible. What's impossible for man is not impossible for God. So I'm believing that, God. I'm praying for that. I'm praying with anguish, cries of anguish. Look what he says in Psalm 42, verse 9. Psalm 42, 9. Oh, God, my rock, I cry. Why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around and grieve, oppressed by my enemies? This is real. This is honest. This is a guy that's crying out saying, Lord, they're hot on my trail. David was being chased and he's being chased by Saul and his men just because the people started cheering for David and Saul is jealous and Saul was supposed to turn the the kingdom, over to David, but Saul said, never mind. I'm going to chase you down, David. You no good for nothing, little dude. You come into my house, and you try to take over my palace, and now he's chasing him down, and David's crying out. He's being honest, God, I'm crying. Why, God, have you forgotten me? Why is this happening, Lord? What's going on? What's happening? Haven't you ever been there? Where you're wondering what's going on? Say we're never supposed to doubt God, but you know what? Be honest when you do. If you're going to question God, be honest when you do. Say, God, I, I, I know I'm not supposed to question you, but I'm questioning you right now. Can you help me through this? Can you help my unbelief? Can you help this moment in my life? Because I'm in anguish, and I really need your help. I need some positive vibes here. I need some hope in the midst of despair. I need you, God. Another thing we need to do is pray scriptures of hope and healing. Pray the Word of God. Open up the Word of God and start praying it over your life. Open up the Word of God and start praying it over your home, over your marriage, over your children, over your relatives, over your loved ones, over your school, over your workplace, over your place of, of residence. Pray, pray it over and over and over, no matter where you are. If you're driving down the street... Just pray the word of God. Pray it over our city. It says right there in Psalm 119, verse 5, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So God, I need your word. I need to pray your word. God, we need the light of Jesus in this city. We need the light of Jesus to guide our feet. We need the light of Jesus to take us in the right path. Rob said it. Man, if you're just a new Christian and he's saying three years, you might feel, oh, three years, I'm I'm ready to go. Not when you go into the devil's den. Some of us right away go, oh, man, I'm hanging out. i am got to go share Jesus with my homies. Let me tell you something. Don't ever go by yourself and know when to walk away because they will take you down. Familiar spirit will start pulling you in. And before you know it, they offer you, come on, man, don't you want don't just share a beer with us the Bible doesn't say you're gonna go to hell for drinking a beer but you're gonna smell like you've been there and it's gonna open up a door for something else because one beer is too little and two is too many It's like you know what I smoke cigarettes oh you know what No, no I don't smoke cigarettes I'm talking about people that smoke cigarettes and they say oh I smoke cigarettes not nothing bad nothing bad nothing bad I don't think it's a good testimony Because people look at you and you go, man, you don't smoke. You're a chimney. (laughs) You're nonstop. But it affects your testimony. You need to pray scriptures of hope and healing. God, you have brought hope to me. I was in despair. I was falling apart. I used to be here, and now you're bringing me here. Thank you, God. I don't look down at anyone that's here, but God, I remember when I was there and what it takes to get out of there cause it's not easy you got to fight with the word of god you got to fight not against the word but with the word the with the word in you in the book of psalm 34 verse 18 it says the lord is close to the brokenhearted he rescues whose spirits are crushed haven't you ever felt crushed? Haven't you ever felt uh, completely annihilated? Haven't you ever felt completely brokenhearted? Haven't your has your spirit ever been where you don't even know what's up or down, and you just feel like, Lord, I I don't even know if I could do this anymore? And God's saying, Yep, I give you hope. I give you healing. I put it back together. What the devil has tore apart, I'm going to put back together. I'm going to raise it up. Who would have thought that? A guy from Albuquerque would go up to Denver and all of a sudden share with one of the guys that Hells angels and makes him a heaven's angel. That All with a simple invitation. Do you know that they say 82% of people that go to church were invited? So invite someone. See, a lot of times we talk ourselves out of it because we say, oh man, they're not going to go, they're not going to go, they're not going to go. So we don't even invite them. But if you invite them, a lot of times they'll go, yeah, I'll go. You're like, really? Cool. But man, you really need to go. You really need to show up. You really need to be there. You really need to open up and say, God, I need to help. We also need to pray prayers of thanksgiving. Remembering what God has done. Real thanksgiving is saying, God, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for what you're about to do. In Psalm 77, verse 11, it says, but then I recall all you have done. All you have done, O oh Lord. And I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. Let me tell you something. When you remember your God's deeds of long ago, they're going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when you remember what he's done in the past, it's going to strengthen you for the right now, and it's going to prepare you for the future. If he's done it once, he could surely do it again. And He is faithful. He is faithful to His Word. He is faithful and true. He takes us from one level to another, from glory to glory. And He helps us, and He empowers us. And it's not positive thinking, it's positive prayers. Because I'm believing. I'm praying with hope. I'm praying, believing. I'm praying that God is going to do something great. And I go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you, Lord. The second thing we need to do is not only pray positive prayers of hope, but we need to think positive thoughts. We need to think positive thoughts. Man, people could be so negative, can't they? Man, it's like, good morning, what's so good about it? You're like, calm down, what's wrong with you? Isn't the rain yesterday? It was raining and I, I was coming to the office and our custodi, Tomas is out front and he goes, man, pastor, isn't this a glorious day? And I'm like, it really is. That's beautiful. But I don't even know if he was joking or being serious. All I know is it was beautiful. The rain, the street, it was, it was the sky. I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. And Some people are like, we're getting wet. We're getting I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. We need the moisture. We need the rain. But man, people get negative so quick. Man, don't you just love church? What's so good about it, man? I don't even know why you want to go church, church, church. Church on Wednesday. Church on Sunday. Church on Sunday at 9 and 11. Why do you stay for both? Because pastor doesn't always say the same thing. Oh, my gosh. It's like, what's wrong with us? Negative thinking. Destructive thinking. Look. Thoughts, feelings, and actions. Your thoughts turn into feelings. And your feelings turn into actions. So you have a thought life, and your thought life, if it's a positive thought life, man, then you start getting all pumped because you're feeling good about it. You're like, yeah, man, this is so good. This is awesome. Like, look, if you're going to ask someone out, I've shared my story before. I was going to ask my wife. My She's my wife now. She was my girlfriend. Well, she was nothing to me. She was just some chick I was checking out, okay? We were in high school. We rode the bus together. And I'd always be checking her out, but I didn't have the guts to talk to her. I was all scared, all embarrassed, all timid. And so finally, I shared my story. I asked my best friend, David, and his girlfriend, Delia, was in the drum corps with my wife, Cindy. So I go, Hey, David, go ask Delia if she'll ask Cindy if she'd go out with me. So David goes, Hey, Delia, go ask Cindy if she'll go out with Richard. So Delia goes, hey, you know Richard? She goes, yeah. He goes, if he asked you out, would you go out with him? And you know what Cindy said? Tell him to ask me out and find out for himself. Oh, man, come on! Man! I didn't didn't have the guts to go ask her out. And then when I finally asked her out, I'm all negative and all just scared. And so I go, Cindy, I'm Richard, and you wouldn't want to go out with me, would you? She goes, no, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with me? I was all timid. I was all afraid. I was afraid to, to what? My negative thoughts turned into feelings, and I didn't expect her to say yes. And all of a sudden, you know what? My action showed I was not ready for it. And finally, she went to a party I was at, and I see her, and I go, Orale. Now's your chance. Make your move. And there was a younger class party. We were I was a junior in high school. She was a so, uh, No, I was a sophomore. I was in what's that? 10th grade. She was in 11th grade. And we were at an 8th grade party and I was really only there as a bouncer because the guy that had the party his little sister had the party and So I was his good friend. He goes, hey, Richard, would he come? Just make sure all the kids stay in line. And I'm like, cool, dude. And she went because she went with a guy that was like her little brother. And she went to just hang out with him. And she walked in, and I'm like, make your move, make your move. All the rest are a bunch of little kids. So I didn't go up to her and say, you wouldn't want to dance with me, would you? I said, hi, Cindy would you please give me the honor of this dance? And she goes, yes. And he said, See, my whole countenance changed. I came to her with confidence. I came to her with feeling that it's going to happen. I came with actions that showed, let's do this. And then the perfect song, it was like, oh, it doesn't get better than this. Chicago, color my world. Oh, my God. As time goes on. I realize I'm there or man and here we are married 43 years but that first dance was 49 years ago I was a little kid I was only nine years old no god my you guys are going really oh my gosh but we were teenagers but see it had to shift the sh- change of thinking because if you change your thinking it changes your feelings and your feelings are different. And they turn into actions. Some of you are always like oh, I'm, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb I can never amount to anything. I, so you know what you do? You live out dumb and do dumb things because you think you're dumb, you feel like you're dumb and you act out dumb things. You are not dumb. You are a child of the king. You are the first and not the last. You are the elect of God. You are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. You are the redeemed of the Lord. You have been transformed by the power of God. So quit living like the devil. Start living like a king and a queen. Or a child of the king. You're a prince and a princess. Start wearing your robe with the signet. Say, yes, Lord, I'm covered by the blood of the Lamb. That changes your whole thought life. Look, I could be in meetings, and sometimes I could be talking to people. Sometimes I'm up here praying with people. And my little five-year-old granddaughter runs from children's church, runs up the aisle, and she just comes to grab my leg, almost knocks me down. I'm like, hey, wait up, baby, I'm with somebody right now. She's like, I don't care, I'm your granddaughter, and I need a hug. See, her Her thought is displaying her feelings. I belong to him. He belongs to me. I don't care who he's with. You're my grandpa, not theirs. And her actions support it in the way she lives and the expectations she has. Do you know you are a child of the king? Do you live like it in your thought life? Do you know you have been washed clean? Rob was real up here. First he's saying, I used to be a meth addict. But he's saying, even after three years clean, I knew I wasn't ready to go into some arenas. That's real. It's not that he's thinking negative. He's just saying, I know I'm not as strong. as I might look like I'm strong, but I'm not there yet. Because I know when I am strong enough to enter some arenas and when I'm not. We have to know that because our thought life changes our feelings. Sometimes we get timid. Sometimes we get afraid and it changes our feelings. And all of a sudden you're there, kind of a crybaby. And, oh my gosh, and I don't know if I can do this. And I don't know. And you get, no, no, no. You know what? We could do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So let him strengthen you. Let him empower you. Let him lift you up. When you are not there, it's because you're trusting in yourself and not in the Lord. And you can say, Lord, you know what? There's a lot of things I could do. But with you, I can do all things. Without you, I can't cut it. Now look what he says right there in the book of Matthew, in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. And he says, your eye is a lamp that provides light to your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. So when you have good thoughts, your whole life is filled. He goes, but, but, when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have, hear this, because you are filled with darkness, but if you think you have light, so it says, and the light you think you have is actually darkness, How deep is that darkness? That you might think that your darkness is really light? That's how lost you are. You're saying, oh, well, I'm a good person, though. No, you're not. You might have done a good act, but you're still all messed up. Am I connecting? See, even when we were messed up and lost, we used to do some nice things. But we were still what? Messed up and lost. And so if we think we're good, how bad must we be that even one little thing is making us good when we know how incredibly bad we really are. So he's saying, let your thoughts fix your gaze on the Lord. In 2 Corinthians 5, he says, fix your gaze on God. Fix your gaze on the things that are here I I mean, not on the things that are here, because the things that are here will soon be gone, but the things that we cannot see will last forever. So what he's saying is, make sure you focus on the Lord. You might not be able to see the Lord, but you can still see the Lord through people. Amen? You can see it by godly acts, not just good acts, godly acts. You can see it by the things that people are doing. The things that people have done, are doing, and are going to continue to do. So think positive thoughts. Because your thoughts turn into feelings, your feelings turn into actions, and your actions are supposed to bring glory to God. And I bring you to the last thing I want to say. That you need to practice positive principles. Positive principles. God has given His Word, and His Word is upright. His Word is true. His Word is good. His Word is positive. It's not destructive. His Word lifts us up. He is the lifter of our head. He's the lifter of our countenance. He speaks hope into us. He speaks life into us. When we're down, He's up. When we're empty, He's full. And we need to be filled in right there in Philippians chapter 4, verse 9, he says, keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. There's the positive principles. you I taught you, you learned and you received from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing. That's what I want you to do. Then the God of peace will be with you. Good, so you want God to be with you? Start doing the things that I taught you in his word. Start doing the things that you know are right. Because we get so far from God that you know what? We get so caught up into ourselves that we are so far from the principles and the precepts that he has established in his word. Because His Word is from everlasting to everlasting. His Word is the same yesterday and today and forever. His Word is the Alpha and the Omega. His Word is from beginning to end. His Word is live and active as a double-edged sword. And it's cutting as it goes out, and it's cutting as it comes back in. And we need to hold on to the Word of God. We need to study the Word of God. We need to embrace the Word of God. We need to lift up the Word of God. And we need to hold on and say, Lord, thank you so very much. Because, Father God, I'm going to follow positive principles. I'm going to follow the things that you've shown me in your Word. The things that uplifted me, I'm going to hold on to them. So Paul's saying, look, I'm in prison, and I'm doing something right, and I'm doing it good, so follow me the way I've been following the Lord. And the things that I taught you, hold on to those things. Because those are the things that are going to transform your life. Those are the things that are going to make you new. Those are the things that are going to make it real. So I don't know what you've been battling with. I don't know what you've been up against. I don't know what you've been hassling with. But I'm telling you, if you keep thinking these destructive thoughts, you're going to end up dead. Dead spiritually emotionally, psychologically, and possibly even physically. Because it's going to take you places you have no business going. It's going to hold you, tell you to hold on to things you have no business holding on to. You're going to try to embrace something that you're going to try to find peace out of that instead of peace from Him. And I'm telling you today that in the name of Jesus... God wants you to receive his positive word, a word that lifts you up and doesn't let you down, a word that is faithful and loyal, and a word that he's speaking into your life right now, and he wants to restore you. And some of you feel like, I think it's too late. Never, it's never too late. The only time it's too late is when you finally die. Because then it's too late to talk to God or at least ask him to let you into his kingdom. You're going to talk to him because you're going to stand in his presence. And he's going to say, why should I let you into my kingdom? Well, I was a pretty good guy and I tried. And no, no, no. The only re- the answer is, because Lord, I came to realize that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And I received him. And because of what he did for me, I get to go in. And God's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in. We've been waiting for you. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we are so glad that you're here. So would you surrender to God tonight? Would you give him your all? Would you give him your everything? If you've never even done that and you're not a Christian, I I really hope and pray that tonight's your night, that tonight you would say, that's me, Pastor. I want to accept Jesus Christ. Is there anyone here that's never done that and wants to? Just raise your hand. Say, that's me. Anyone? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Anyone else? Anyone else? Praise God, brother. We're going to pray with you. Would you all pray with my brother here? Brother, we're so excited for you. Just say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, today I realize how desperately I need Jesus. Forgive me of my sins and make me new. Change my thought life. Change my life that I'll walk in your footsteps and no longer in mine. I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Praise God, brother. Praise the Lord. Look, this guy right here, this minister, he's got a Bible and some stuff we want to give you to read and help you grow. What a great testimony. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know what you might be going through. Maybe you needed this word because you've been thinking really destructive Really negative, and your mind has been in the gutter. You've been listening to the devil more than God. And you've just kind of given up. You say, Oh, forget it. Foo-wee. Who cares anyway? God cares, and we care, and your family cares. And even if they don't care, we care, and God cares. So would you embrace him today? If you need special prayer, please make your way up. Ask God to strengthen you, because he will. Add God to pour himself out into you, because he will. So would you stand with us? I just love this song. If we could sing it again. It's so powerful. Lord, whatever comes my way, I will trust you. Make your way up. We'll pray with you. Then we're going to close in prayer. I don't know if there was a young lady that raised her hand to receive Christ. If you did, make your way up here. We want to pray with you. Praise the Lord.
1: Sovereign in the mountain eh? Sovereign on the ocean floor With me in the calm With me in the storm Sovereign in my greatest joy Sovereign in my deepest fire With me in the dark With me in the Keep
0: coming up top. if you want prayer.
1: of my life from beginning to the end I can trust you and you'll never fail in love you work everything for good God whatever comes my way I will trust Flo! Try Wanna sing it. All my hopes, all I know.
0: Lord, those words are so incredibly powerful. And sometimes we sing a song and we don't even mean it. But tonight we're literally saying, Lord, whatever comes our way, we're going to trust you in it. If it's good, we're going to trust you. If it's challenging, we're going to trust you. If it's disappointing, we're going to trust you. If it's something we don't even want to look at, We are going to trust you that you are going to be our way of escape. So, God, in the name of Jesus, set us free from the past destructive thinking. And today, let us fix our gaze on the Lord, the author and finisher of our faith. I thank you, Lord. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and God's people said, amen. We love you, church. God bless you. I want to remind you, if you need a uh, a Christmas food basket, go sign up right outside this door. If you need one, don't be embarrassed, just say, you know what, my family could use one. God bless you. Go change Albuquerque. We'll see you Friday for the food distribution. Don't forget to show up at 10 if you're going to help us.
2: saying
3: God never never lay, just working on things I, you're working on things I. Yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley, yes, I will bless your name.
2: Working all things out in the waiting. The same God is never laid, He's working all things out. You're working all things out.
1: Yes,
3: I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name. I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy.